0: appreciate uh, the message last week that Bobby had preached. Felt like the Lord is really helping, was on him. Preached just about common salvation, about being saved. It's good. I tell you, we have to to preach the whole counsel of God. Last time I preached was a couple weeks ago and Preached on, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. It was uplifting. And uh, Jesus is the way to heaven. And we got heaven in view. We die and leave this world. We'll be forever with Christ. But this message is negative today. It's not positive and uplifting, but it's a warning to us today and to the churches, as it was back in this time. And uh, I'm going to read a few scriptures here. Uh, kind of jump around a little bit if you want to follow me. Uh, we're going to read in Jude a few verses then I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians and then Galatians. <clears throat> if you want to go to the book of Jude, that's right before Revelations. I'm going to read a few verses here. <clears throat> Starting with verse 1, it said this. It said, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James, to them that are sanctified. Amen. That's those who are set apart by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you pay close attention to this that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints for there are certain men crept in unawares who were before ordained of this condemnation ungodly men turning the grace of our God into the civicnesses and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Now I want to jump over to the 17th verse and it says, Beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last times. In the last days is what that means. Who shall walk after their own godly lust ungodly lust. They, these are they who separate themselves sensual. That means worldly, not spiritually. Note this, having not the spirit. And I want to jump over to Second uh, Corinthians chapter 11. And starting with verse one, and Paul's talking to the people at Corinth here, the church that he established. He said, Here, would to God, would to God ye bear with me a little in my falling, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear least by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve uh, through his subtility, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Now here is the message. For if he that cometh preaching another Jesus, whom you ha- whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not uh, which we have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Now I'm going to go over to the 13th verse For it says, "For such pro- uh, fault." For such are false prophets, apostles, deceiving workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. This is scary stuff. And, and no marvel. He said, don't be surprised. For Satan himself is transformed into the angel, to an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing for his ministers, listen to that, the ministers of Satan, to also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness that's the ministers of the gospel whose end shall be according to his work and I want to go over to Galatians and I'm going and I'm done Galatians 1 chapter 6 I'm sorry chap, chapter one verse 6 through 9 it says this Paul speaking to his this church of Galatians that he started I marvel that you are soon removed from him that called you, Into the grace of Christ, I called you into the grace of Christ into another gospel, for which is not another. But uh, there are some that trouble you and we pervert the gospel of Christ. Note that pervert. But though, but though we or an angel from heaven preached any other gospel unto you uh, than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so I say again, now again, if any man preach another gospel unto you, then that uh, ye have received, let him be accursed. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, this morning for the opportunity of being in church today. We're so thankful, God, for this word that is holy and righteousness, Lord. I tell you, God, every man, woman, boy, and girl, uh, Lord, will be judged out of this book today, Lord, in the end. We're so thankful, God, today for Jesus Christ uh, that gave his life on Calvary to save us, to transform our lives. Uh, We're thankful, God, this morning for the common salvation that's in Christ Jesus. Oh, Lord, as we look in thy word today, God, I need your help. Uh, Your word is too great for me, Lord. The knowledge of it is too much, God. I cannot comprehend it. Uh, I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would come today, Lord, and help us as we look into these great truths. Uh, Lord, that we would be awakened into the day and in the age, Father, in which we're living today, God. And may we see the light of righteousness and holiness and godliness, and follow that light, Lord, instead so of going the way of the world. We pray in Christ's name, Amen. Amen. I tell you, I thought about it for quite a while. I need the God's help to help me uh, to preach. I need even every service, every message. I tell you, it's not, this thing is not of me, but it's of God. He's the one that has to help me. I can't do it. It's too much. Uh, but the Lord uh, uh, has uh, worked on me and showed me a few things. Because I had a lot of questions. Uh, what's happening today in our nation and in the churches? And what is taking place today? Uh, I look I remember uh, when my dad got saved and Bob Bickle got saved, and the time uh, uh, that my mom was in church uh, back there uh, uh, in the sixties uh, the early sixties huh how the spirit was in the churches then and what was taking place how the god's people huh they were they were different huh God honored these people And and, and God's spirit came into churches My dad was uh, He was not fully under conviction And my mom was talking about this Yes last night Uh, He was kind of feeling a little bit Bad about how he was uh, Living Uh, My dad uh, uh, was a drinker A cusser, a smoker uh, uh, Committed all those sins uh, A liar And he even told us that huh? And he was feeling a little bit of guilty about his life. And uh, one day I told you this story. My uh, uh, mom and, uh, and Pam and Mike, uh, the kids were sick. And she sent my dad down to my grandma Stewart's. My grandma Stewart was a saint of God. Amen. Huh? She knew God, she depended upon him. Huh? And he told her, he said, he told her, well, Barbara and the kids ain't going today. Because they're sick. And my grandma said, won't you go? Huh? Why don't you go? And he looked at her, backed up a little bit. I'm sure I wasn't there. Just, this is paraphrasing. He said, I might just do that. If you know my dad, that's how he was. Huh? You see, the Lord was working this out. Huh? This is how it works today. On time conviction. And anyway, he went down there to the church, to the service, and he said he walked into the pews, or walked into the church and sat down in the pews. And those people start singing, huh? And they start testifying, huh? And they start praising God, and they start praying, huh? And he said, he said, the chills ran up and down my spine. He wasn't even under conviction yet. Listen to me, huh? It was the people in the church. Hallelujah! That knew God, huh? That lived for God. And their life was godly, huh? And it was transformed. And my dad was an in-out sinner and lost. And something got a hold of me. Cause of the people. What are you trying to preach? What are you trying to say today? I'll tell you what I'm trying to tell you this morning is, huh? My dad said if it wasn't for the people, I'd have never made it. Huh? They influenced him. They had something down in their hearts, in their souls that he never had. And he was hungry and thirsty for it. He wanted it. Huh? He knew it was real. Those of you who knew my dad, knew he found it. Because he sought after it with all his heart. Huh? I'm afraid today, I know this is hard preaching. I'm afraid today, if my dad walked into the church today, huh? I don't know if he'd got saved or not. God can do anything at any place, at any church, at any time. don't get me wrong. But the influence is what made the difference. huh? Amen. Jude in this passage of scripture huh? I don't know for a fact this is my own thinking but I believe that he was going to write a letter to the churches to encourage them in their salvation. He was going to bring them a, a, a message a letter to uplift the church and tell them uh, to keep Pressing towards the faith keep living in the faith keep doing what you've been taught and, and what God has showed you and what the apostles showed you but he's seen something else he looked out my friend on his church day where he lived and he's seen false teachers and false prophets and false men creeping into the church Huh? that's exactly what he's saying and he said, here, huh he said, here uh, I gave all diligence to write to you huh he said I, I said that he, he was thinking this is it he said wait a minute I'm going to have to tell you about this huh? Let's talk about the common salvation that we have. I want to tell you it is a common salvation that you and I have this morning. Why is it so common? I'll tell you what, because when, when you get saved and when you get born again of the Spirit of God, huh? and your life is changed, and you run into somebody that has the same experience, you relate to it. Amen. And it's a common salvation. Amen. Praise God. I don't know if you've ever done it before or run into it, I remember years ago, never seen the man in my entire life. Didn't know who he was from Adam, and I met him. And he was locating for the gas company. I was locating for the phone company, and I, I told him who I was, and he said I. And I told him I'm Mark Hunt. He said I'm Tom Claster. I said it's nice to meet you. I'm glad we might will probably be working together. We'll be on the same job doing the same locates, and I tell you, the spirit came on me. And I could feel that he was a Christian. And I asked him, I said, You're a Christian. Religion wasn't even brought up. And he said, Yes, I am. I'm a born again Christian. I tell you what it was it was the Spirit, huh? That bear witness with my spirit that he was a Christian. Amen. Talking about fundamentals this morning, common salvation. That's why we're here this morning to praise the Lord uh, and testify and sing songs because it's a common salvation. Amen. And he said here to earnestly contend to the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Amen. Huh? Praise God. Huh? That faith I'll tell you something, church, this morning. I am so thankful, huh? That we got in and got in right. Hallelujah. Somebody preached to us. Has Somebody taught us the Gospel and said this is the way. Walk in it. Hallelujah. I'm glad for that this morning. Praise God, huh? It's Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Jesus is the divine Son of God, huh? Listen, that died on the cross for our sins. Rose again from the dead, huh? Praise God. And is at the right hand of the Father making intercessions for you and I. Amen. Huh? Amen. And one of these days, praise God, we're going to go to heaven and live eternally with Him. Amen. Amen. Lord, help me to preach. Man, hallelujah! I'm thankful for the common salvation. Huh? Praise the Lord. Apostle Paul was telling the Corinthians. Huh? He told them, "Listen, Paul started this church. Huh? Paul brought the gospel to them. Huh? And he was like a parent to these people." He was a spiritual parent. And His people were His children. They were His people. And He he brought them up and taught them in the Gospel. They got saved. They they were born again and they were transformed. And He was teaching them how to walk in godliness. How to walk in righteousness. How to walk in holiness. They were pure. And I'll tell you what, huh? What he was saying about the virgin, the chast virgin was, huh? It's the same thing that the church is, huh? We're the bride of Christ, huh? We're to be pure, we're to be holy, and Christ is the bridegroom, huh? Amen. Hallelujah! One of these days it's going to be a, ma- a marriage in heaven, and it'll be the church, and it'll be Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We'll be married to Him. Amen. Huh? He was warning. He was telling them. Huh? You've got to be pure. You've got to be holy. Huh? These apostles, these false teachers, these false apostles has crept in, huh? And they're trying to preach another gospel. They're trying to divert and pervert the word of God. Huh? They'll change you. Huh? They'll turn you around for the truth. And you'll be lost. Huh? I want to tell you something this morning. Jesus said there, you remember in Matthew 24, huh? And He told them about the, the, the temple falling down and being destroyed. And He said, not one stone would be left upon another, but it would all be turned down and crushed and, and fall to pieces. And the and the uh, disciples said, they asked Him three things. He said, when will this be? What will be the sign of Thy coming? And what will be the end of the world? Huh? Them's pretty good questions. There's questions that lie on our thoughts too. Huh? Praise the Lord. You know what he said? Jesus said this first of all. Huh? He said, Take heed that no man deceive you. Huh? For many will come as Christ and say they're Christ and say, This is Christ. Huh? Don't be deceived. I tell you there's so much deception that has went out of churches that has deceived people, huh? Huh? He said they he said there'll be false Christ and false teachers, huh? Be aware. Amen. They want to deter you from this salvation that'll take you to heaven. Amen. I tell you, Eve, huh? Eve was beguiled. By Satan. I tell you, and this is where it's at. I pray for the Lord to help me. This is where it's at. He came in and he peeled all the flesh, the things of the flesh. Huh? He peeled to her sight. Huh? He peeled to her to make one wise. Huh? And he peeled to her pride. Huh? She looked at the fruit. Huh? She saw that it looked good. Huh? And it was going to make her smart. It was going to make her wise. Huh? And she took of it. That's what these false prophets and these false teachers, huh, are doing today. Huh? They're, they're crafty. They're, they're subtil. That's what, that's, in other words, craft, crafty, craftiness is what that means. Huh? They know what to do and know what to say. I was thinking, <clears throat> I want to read you something here. And I looked at... And I tell you, I wondered. This is what I always wondered about. I told you this here a while back. I was working down in Greenfield. It's been a couple of years ago. And uh, I was down there at the corner of an intersection. was locating, looked up the prints and started doing the job and uh, looked over here and this great big gigantic building and uh, was going trying to make sure where it was getting its feet at where it was getting its gas feet and uh, never even thought about it being a church it looked like a great big corporation huh and then I seen the sign and it was a church you know what it was? It was a major church.
1: And I wondered, huh?
0: And I wondered about this. Listen, huh? About these churches. i tell you that are growing so big. and got so many people. What are they preaching? What are they doing? How do they get so many to come to their services? What is taking place with them? What's causing this? What kind of gospel are they preaching? Is that what we need? Do we need to get a hold of what they've got and find out their remedy? Huh? I'll tell you what, as I looked into it, we're going to turn and go as far away from that as we can. Huh? As far away from that as we can. Let me tell you what they got. Listen to this. There's a top Here's the top eight. They give twenty, but uh, I only wrote down eight of the salaries and the money these people are worth. Pastors. The number fifteen's five million. The number fourteen's eight million. Number ten's twenty-five million. Number nine's twenty-five million. Number six is forty million. Number. Uh, I see. I got mixed up here. Number three. We get down to number three. Sorry. Uh, is forty-two million. No, uh, number two is a hundred million, and number one. You know how much the number one pastor in the world's worth? Seven hundred. Sixty million dollars. Think of that. The largest churches, largest mega mega churches in the United States. Number ten, seventeen thousand weekly. Number nine, eighteen thousand. Number eight, 19,414. Number seven, 19,913. These are weekly services. This is how many people come to their church, okay, on a week basis. Number six, 20,000. Number five, 20,823. Number four, 22,000. 500, and this church has two screens that are 14 feet tall and 22 feet wide. (laughs) And they say in some of those services, they join them together and make it a jumbotron. Ain't much difference from number number three is 22,000 uh, 557. Number two is $23,659. And this church, I made a note of that. You can look all this up on YouTube. But this church salary and what they bring in yearly $55 $55 million. They got more of them on in church. I'll tell you that. And the last. Which is Joel Holstein's church. Blinking. is what Brother Abrish called him. (laughs) And he does blink his eyes a lot. 43,500 a week. 43,500 a week. Unbelievable. I thought about it, studied it a little bit. I wish I knew more, I wish God would reveal more to me. But I'll tell you what's happening today. I found out what it is, and it's so true. These mega churches, and a lot of churches across the land today, you know what they're preaching? They're preaching accommodating gospel to your sins, to people's sins. That's why they're getting a crowd, huh? They're getting people to come into their churches and fill them up. Their pastors, listen, their pastors are CEOs of the church, the chief executive officer huh They preach this accommodating gospel, huh? where you can still live in your sins, huh? and still make it to heaven. That's what people want to hear today, huh? They don't want to pay the price, my friend, of what it takes to be a Christian. Amen. Let me read this to you, okay? I want, to read, I, want to, I, I want to read my notes. This will make a lot of sense to you. Churches and mega churches across the nation are preaching another gospel today. And not the one that is in our Holy Bible. They are preaching a accommodating gospel that accommodates for their sinful lifestyle They are perverting the truth of God to fit the needs of the people. They are seeker-friendly churches and their pastors are CEOs. They are a religion. Now pay close attention to this. They are a religion without the Holy Spirit. They're a Christianity without Christ. A forgiveness without repentance. And a salvation without regeneration. A heaven without a hell. These preachers are crafty and they have a way of deceiving people into the way they want them to believe. Just as Satan did to Eve. I know I preached this. In the Garden of Eden. They come as an angel of light. But in reality they are in darkness and sinfulness. And are used by the devil to damn uh, man's soul. They believe in a sinning religion. And, are all, and we are all sinners. And that is the way it is. And God still loves us in our sinful lifestyle. And will take us to heaven someday. Huh? How sad it is. Amen. Think about that this morning. Huh? That's exactly what's happened. Huh? Across the lands. That's why and there's another. I might not get into that. Oh my lands. This is already 12. i got to slow this up. I want to tell you something. Church. We got to hold on. To what we got. Listen. And I know God's in this place. I know He is. I felt Him. I felt the Spirit. Huh? But I want to tell you something. Huh? As a preacher. And I know I'm not much of a preacher at all. Huh? But I want to tell you something about the Word of God. Huh? I myself. Listen. I am going to stand before God one of these days. And give an account for what I preach to you people. Huh? Whether it was out of the book. And out what God has written in His Word. Or it's a false gospel. Huh? And your blood will be applied to me. Huh? If I don't preach you the truth. Amen? I want to preach the truth in in its entirety and in its power. Huh? And in the Holy Ghost. Huh? I don't care if we shrink up to two... Yes, I do care. I don't want to shrink up to two or three people. But by the the Lord, I tell you, I'd rather have two or three holiness people than 17 or 43,000 of lost people that don't even know Christ. Huh? I don't want to be in that church. Huh? I don't want to be in that place. Amen? God's not in it. And if God's not in it, why even bother? Why even come? Why even pay your tithes, huh? i tell you, they're deceived. They're deceived. They found another gospel, and they found a gospel that will accommodate for their sins and their sinful lifestyles. Huh? I want to tell you something, too. and I'm. I've got to quit because it's getting late. I want to tell you something about the holiness churches, too. They've fallen away. They've gotten away from God, huh? They fallen away. They've fallen away from where they used to be a long way. That's why we don't have no revivals no more. That's why we don't have any camp meetings. So-called camp meetings. Bob Bickle can tell you about them. Huh? He's went to the last few camp meetings and an area, and it was so different. It wasn't even a camp meeting. Huh? Because God's not in it, the holiness churches has focused on church growth. Listen to me, and I'll get this out. They have focused on church growth, huh? An accommodating step process, huh? Where you come into the church, unsaved uh, 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 and, and and not born again in the Spirit, but you come into this step program. Instead of being under conviction, like Pam testified this morning, being under conviction of your sins, huh? And you and you come to the altar and get saved, huh? And pray through, there's a different process now and has been going on for years. You follow this process, God will save you, and you'll be a Christian, and you'll be alright. I want to tell you something, my friend. Listen, it's cheap graces happening today. Huh? Cheap grace is being preached. Say this prayer, say these words and you're saved. Huh? And you're all right. That's not the way it works. Hmm? That ain't the way it works. I'll tell you what how it works, huh? You're under conviction, huh? and the Lord's dealing with your heart, and you repent of your sin, and you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will have a testimony Amen. in your heart and in your life. I got so much in here that I, never, I couldn't get to. I hope God just give me those points that I needed to preach this morning and bring out to you. Uh, but I want to tell you something this morning. We're in that day. We're in that day. The holiness churches has fallen so far away. I remember this and I'll never forget it. Because the Lord had had put things, things that people said has made an imprint on my mind. And God's normally I would forget about it, not even think about it. But the Lord put it there for a reason. He knew I'd stand here today and preach or try to preach to you. Huh? But I remember Brother Gamblin. How many remember brother gambling? Huh? A oh, holiness, godliness man. I tell you brother Gamblin was one of my spiritual fathers and preached in this church twice huh and he, and he said he was up to the camp meetings and it was back in the it hadn't been back in the early 90s and he said he was up there at the, the Frankfurt camp meeting the Westland camp meeting huh and he said that uh, when uh, you, you would have the, the, the preaching in the morning and then you'd have a dinner at around noon or one o'clock and then he said all the pastors, when, uh, uh, that was from all of the the churches from all over in that denomination and, and, and in and in that district. He said they would come together and meet huh, in a room somewhere, and they would they would bow down to God and they would pray and they would seek for the Lord huh? and they would seek His power to come in the camp meeting huh? and help the evangelists and help their churches. And he said I couldn't believe what I see. He said, instead of going to the room, huh? And praying together, he sent the pastors stripped, huh? From the waist up and went out and played volleyball. Huh? With the youth. Think of it. Huh? Keith Dury in the West End Church. I don't know if he's still there or not. Was a good writer. Wrote a lot of things in the Sunday school lessons. Every time I got his when he he was in the Sunday school book and his name was on there I knew it was going to be good. He said this. He said our churches have fallen so far. He said that our board members, listen to this in the in the Westland and in the holiness churches. He's not only talking to the Westlands, but all the rest. He said that the members, huh, were divorcing their wives and husbands and marrying someone else's husband and wife on the same board and staying on the board. See how far we've fallen? Huh? It's not all the mega churches. And this other gospel, but it's where, huh? We've fallen today in the holiness churches. We talked about this last week. The Methodist Church, one of the powerful houses, powerhouses of churches. Paul B. had mentioned that last week, huh? Except homosexuality, huh? I want to tell you something, church. Earnestly contend to the faith that saved your soul. Amen. Don't deter from it. Huh? Let's stay true to God. And when somebody gets saved in this church or converted, they got the real thing. They got what Jesus died for. Amen. Because anything less than that won't do them any good. Won't do any good. You either saved or you lost. Huh? You're either a wheat or a tear, And there's going to be a separation of these days. I preach to you to preach the truth because I love you this morning with all of my heart. You mean something to me. I appreciate you. I appreciate your prayers. I want the best for you. I want the best for me. I want everything to be real and genuine. Amen. I had a lot of things to say, but like I said, we're out of time this morning. Amen. We'll stand here today thankful for your attention. Keep praying for me. Amen. Pray for each other. Pray for me that God will use me and that this gospel will be preached. Amen. The whole counsel of God. Let's all stand this morning then. Meet this <clears throat> our Heavenly Father we're so thankful God for this time Lord, that we had here this morning I know Lord we run a little bit longer than usual but God your word is, it's needed to be preached I pray Heavenly Father that the things that we heard today God would stir our hearts that would help us Lord to draw closer to you Lord that our lives would be a testimony and a light to this lost and dying world around us today. And surely, Lord, that is the way it is. Help us to be that city, that light on the hill, amen, that cannot be hid. May God our light shine before man today. Be with us now, Lord, as we go our separate ways. May God we take that time, uh, Lord, to be holy. And take that time to read our Bibles and to pray and seek God. And what He would have us to do and what He would have us to be, Lord, in this life. For surely, Lord, our life is but but a vapor. It surely just appears for a little while and then we're gone. And then, Lord, eternity will be here. So, Lord, what little time that we have, may God, we reach the world uh, to Christ, Lord. And may God, we be the example. We pray all this in your blessed Son's name, Jesus Christ, who gives us the power, Lord, to have the victory in this world. Amen.